Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast, presented by BetChrisCanada.net. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Wednesday, March 18th and Thursday, March 19th, 2020. And now, live from Las Vegas, the host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. Well, in these crazy dark times, let's have some fun as much as we can. A little comic relief. Count on Cam Stewart to... <laughs> yeah. Put a, yeah. <laughs> feel, you feeling the pressure? Right? Yeah. Feel, feeling the pressure there, bud? I need, I need you, man. I need you. Uh, yeah, yeah. You got, you got to laugh to present yourself from crying. Isn't that a song? Yeah, I'm with you, Brian. But, oh, you know, like... Life moves on, soldiers on. At least they, I, at least I get some uh, brownie points. You know, my parents are kind of they're older, so I go to the grocery store and stop for them. So I'm getting lots of love from my family right now. I'm not like you know you've disappointed me lately. I'm like you're such a <laughs> you're such a great son. So that that that's been nice. Well, <laughs> you are you're a good hearted soul, Brian Blessing Cam Stewart, the Hockey Betting Podcast. We love talking hockey. We miss hockey desperately. Uh, everybody out there uh, and the loyal listeners been hanging with us. Uh, hope you're all well. Stay safe. I guess, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, the guy that can wax Socratic. But, you know, we're all in this together, Cam. Ain't fun. And, uh, you know, what we can do? Let's get on with it. And yep. to that end, news comes out, and, and it was only a matter of time uh, that a Senator's player, unnamed Senator's player, has tested positive and it speaks volumes to the ridiculous, contagious nature of this nightmare that they were at the Staples Center right after the Brooklyn Nets were. Uh, so yesterday, of course, Kevin Durant and some of the Nets test positive. You know, then Ottawa goes into the same locker room, and now a senator has it. So this it's kind of the tip of the iceberg, but it it it's hockey, but. It speaks to what's going on in society that, you know, if one guy gets it, it okay, there's two more weeks, and, you know, the, this thing cycles on and on and on, and, and we're looking for light at the end of the tunnel. But the first NHL player has tested positive. Yeah, you got to think, too, too, Brian. I thought the player, you know, might be Vancouver because of, uh, you know, British Columbia and Washington State with their problems. You know, they've well, had – They did have a front office guy. Yeah, they had a front office guy, correct. But the first player – and i got to tell you, like one guy in the NHL, when you really think about the ratios, it's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Look at the NBA now, right? Like it's – and these guys are talking, oh, we'll get back quick. And you, get, you got, what, five or six guys already? So uh, you might want to put the brakes on that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, buddy. It's just uh, – I'm, pray- I'm praying for the best, but – it's just unknown. That's that's the thing. Uh, people are scared of the unknown, and uh, that's why people are freaking out. But we're not going to freak out. We're gonna we're just going to keep on doing shows, living our lives, buddy, and and staying positive. Like producer Mike, always a happy guy, always positive. Wow, is the glass half full in your in your world? No, nah, I'm trying to make it half full, Brian. No, no. We, 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 <laughs> is we, it half we, full of vodka? We we we. We, we, we bust producer Mike's onions all the time. We, you know, we love the guy, Darren, who, who puts the oh, thing Darren. together. We, we love him. And, uh, you yeah. know, we're all, we're all in this together. So, Hey, yeah. um, 
the the one thing I would say, you know, the NHL, it, it, and not, you know, it's, it's great for them to do this. And uh, honestly, uh, the NFL free agency thing was like a gold mine. Oh, oh my unreal. god, talk sports, you know, uh, a nice distraction. And at least uh, the one thing I think is a given, Kim. Before we go any further, no matter when we get back. I think all sports, and, and, the, and we'll get into it, the NHL and players, uh, the NHLPA, floating ideas that they want to finish this thing uh, that you'd be talking in August, September. Yep. End of the regular season, the playoffs start next year in November if it means shortening next season to give the cup out this year. I think it's a wise plan. We don't know that we'll ever get to that point, but the one thing I think is an absolute given uh, is that these games will be played without fans as they transition back to what we hope would be normalcy. But that's got to be a certainty, I think. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Can't say I think I and it's a certainty in the same sentence. No. That's an, ox- that's an oxymoron. No, there is no, there, there, is no there, there is no certainty, but I agree with what you say totally. You know, this is a thing, too. You can't screw around. Like, you have to make sure it's kind of like the snake. You got to cut off its head because you look around the world and, you know, people think, oh, things are getting better, and then they got worse. So it has to be totally, totally dead. They have to be safe, hence the precautions. Golf going another four without four more tournaments. That's in peril, all the other leagues. So, yeah, I would rather see everything go away totally. No chance of anything coming back if we have to sacrifice some time, Brian. That's the right way to go because we, that- we, we can't deal with this again. One's enough. Well, I think you, there, there's the optimum word. I mean, sacrifice. And not not saying being a good Samaritan sacrificing. I mean, it's, it's we're all in this uh, jam together. But you know what? Sacrifice is a thing. And, and honestly, I mean, it's a it's a much broader discussion. But you know, the young people. Honestly, I, I, I'm the old guy in the in the equation here. But you really do have to kind of think of your fellow man here. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, but you you're fine. You go out. Uh, it impacts others. So everybody's kind of got to get on the same page here. I mean, honestly. Uh, this is it mirrors sports right i mean this is like uh, we're a big team here i mean we, we better all we all better hunker down together here exactly. and get on the same page yeah we can't have one teammate uh, getting sick like i thought about it today i'm like should i go out and get a haircut like i don't know how many uh you know heads this lady's touch with her scissors it's eight dollars it's very attractive to me that is a very cheap price but i guess i gotta go get a con air kit and you know maybe uh you know, my girlfriend, I'll give her a couple of vodkas and she'll try her best to just to, to Hey to man, they brought, they brought in a dozen. <laughs> listen, I mean, you know what I mean? This is, you just talk about the, the, the littlest things. Yeah. And I, I could be nuts over the top. You know, but at the radio station here in Vegas, where I do my daily shows going yesterday, and somebody brought in a dozen donuts and they're, oh my gosh, oh man, look at the, I'm like, well, I don't know who made the donuts. Yeah. You know, you gotta, I, lo- I, I looked at the thing and I'm like, I know, but, that, but, I, I, but Brian, I know, Brian, I know. I'm a kitchen maven. Like I've worked from dish pig, short order chef, dessert guy, keg salad bar, where I used to meet like the athletes when I was a kid. Hey, John Allerud, can I get an autograph? Hey, hey, look, it's Daryl Sittler's having some salad. Anyway, uh, here's the deal. <laughs> I've worked in kitchens. I got to believe they're wearing gloves. Like, and if, I, and, if and, if, and if you're a kitchen employee not wearing gloves, I know. I, I you're fired. I know. Oh, by the, well, hi. hey, so breaking news, Daryl Sittler's a vegetarian? <laughs> no, no, he eats meat. I'm just saying, I used to meet <laughs> athletes at the salad bar. Roger Clemens, all those guys, he used to come in. Yeah, I was real, uh, I was real, Brian, I've done every stupid job in the book. Like, I've been a dishwasher guy, I've been, like, short order, waiter, bartender, you name it, the bear's done it, buddy. But let's move on. 
Well, I, hey, I don't. You, know. you, you want you want to show our age? It's funny. We said that, and I, I'm sure there are many young people out there that listen to this. Daryl, who? Yeah, you know, Daryl Sittler. Daryl Sittler, a ten point game against uh, the Boston Bruins. A ten point night. Daryl Sittler, ten points in a game. That's never happening again. I don't think I, it's going to. I don't. Happen. Well, no, the goalies are all the Michelin man. Yeah, that's it's. Now, what do we have when like? Uh, when Zabanajad got five, I'm like, wow. That's yeah. crazy to me. Yeah, no. The most points we'll ever see in one game, I'm thinking, I think we might hit six. That's about my max, kind of, Brian. But, uh, yeah, I don't think we're, we're never going to get double digits 10 again. That, those were special times. But those were times when, when I was a kid going to Maple Leaf Gardens, games ended 13 to six. You know, the Oilers would roll in 12 to seven. Like, it was stupid. There were, it was just no – it was offense, 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 offense back in the day. Hey, and, the goal, and the goalies were horrible, like Murray Bannerman and you know, know, all these guys. Like, there is a train wreck. You know, you're – honestly, uh, you know, you're a lovable character, right? But, I mean, you got a pretty good good wine going with your cheese, right? I mean, you're – I mean, at times, right? I mean, I, 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 qual- I? I, I qualify. No, you're a pretty good whiner, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a yeah. Okay, all right. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, but I, yeah, I mean yeah. you can say anything rotten you want about me, but, but so, but I'm so got I, pretty soon there, smokestack. But well, yeah. there you go. Well, but <laughs> I, what I would say, I've got some wine, but a dose. I've got alligator skin and a dose of reality too. Me so too. the the world is unraveling around us, and I'm sick of watching the news. And the, the, I go out on the patio the other night, and I go on Twitter, which <laughs> good move. Yeah, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. horrible move. Horrible. Wait, 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 no, it gets better, right? So, so I get out, and, and and these people are all all the hockey fans, and they're a lot of people I follow are hockey nuts, right? And and they're all oh, we miss hockey so much. They're going, oh, the so now they're watching the NHL Network. Okay, you know they're showing old time hockey. I'm like, of course. What do they show? Game six, 1975, Sabres, Flyers, Stanley Cup Finals. And these people are all commenting on, oh, who's this Rick Martin guy? How did the, <laughs> how, how did the Sabres lose this game? I'm watching this on Twitter. I'm going, I'm not watching it. I lived it. I mean, you know, they threw the sink in the Bernie Perron. You needed a rifle to beat him. And, but the funny thing is when you watch these old games, how about the funny thing is if you cut to the middle back then, you were playing on the train tracks. You would die, right? But you look at the goalies and look at their equipment. It's like they're like they're like skinny. They're like stick figures compared to the goalies of today. Oh yeah, no, that's the thing. You look at the pads. It's like, are you kidding me? They're like paper. <laughs> now you know back and now. I, I I remember when Gar Snow came out there. It was just like, what the hell is this guy doing? Is he yeah, playing, for the, sl- is he playing sl- for the Buffalo Bandits? Like you can't score on this guy. It was ridiculous. He had two okay. by fours under his shoulder. Pads. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> You're funny man. Hey, you know what? Yeah, just for uh, just for a little aside, I think. Um, yeah, and honestly, I'm just scouring around and. Uh, you know, we could go by division and all these some of the things we could talk about. Uh, you know what? Just not to be a a thief here. Um, the there's an article I, I just saw on uh, NBC Sports, and I'm just going through, and I go, you know what? This would be fun for us to do, and it's where things shut down, and the races, not the playoff races, but how about individual things? So let's just kind of dive in uh, the Rocket Richard Chase to be the leading goal scorer. At the beginning of the year, I put five bucks on Eichel at a thousand to one. Good pick. 
He yeah, ain't gonna win, well, but it was a good. No, well, he gave me a run, he gave me a run, a run for my money. But you got Ovechkin and Pasternak at forty eight, Austin Matthews at forty seven, Drysidle at forty three, Zabanizad. You said just had the heater the other yeah. night, forty one. Kyle Connor's on a tootsie roll. Uh, he and Sebastian Ajo with thirty eight. Eichel has turned into Casper the friendly ghost. He has uh, at thirty six. You look at them. I I I kind of if I had to pick a guy. I'd probably lean with Matthews to be the leading goal scorer when it's all said and done. I don't know about that. Right now, I, I'd tell you one thing. I wouldn't take Ovechkin, and he'd probably be the favorites. Uh, I'd go with uh, – I think you should take a flyer on Dreisaitl, right? He's five back. This yeah. guy's doing everything. That's what I would do. It's kind of like a horse race, Brian, right? We got chalk, and then we got other guys that are good. I'm not – Zabanajad couldn't get there. No, I have no problems with Matthews, but Dreisaitl's only five back, and the guy I would take as chalk would be David Pasternak. This guy, to I me, when I, when I watch the Boston Bruins, well, play, I, do I don't think I don't think I don't think Ovechkin. He'll, he'll hey, if, if it was shots attempted at net and boards, Ovechkin's a lock. All this guy does is fire the puck. But Pasternak is lethal. I agree. I agree that you know everything you're saying is right. It's, to me, I can see Matthews having uh, a couple, or, well, not a couple hat tricks and a bunch of multi-goal games. The other and the other guys are great. And oh, by the way, I just wanted to go, Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the Fandango, Thunderbird Lightning, very, very frightening. How's my mustache? I'm Austin Matthews. Yeah, he's, he's the guy who's hi- he's hiding behind your plant. He's that, he's that guy with the top hat in the cartoons, <laughs> causing trouble. Ooh, I'm evil. Oh, yeah. the, what, is he, what was the cartoon? Yeah, you know Natasha. the Natasha. Yeah, yeah, with Natasha and the guy with the hat and the string yeah, mustache. What was his name? Yeah, yeah, um, I don't know his name. Wasn't he? Uh, he, he used to bug underdog and other guys too. <laughs> anyway, Austin Matthews. I don't care if people think the math, uh, the mustache is great. It's horrible. Uh, but when it comes to goal scoring, yes. But you know what, Brian Pasternak's my guy. I just think he with Boston. You know, Boston could probably spread it around a little bit more than Toronto. But David Pasternak to me is simply on a heater on a mission. If I were to make one bet with the guys, I think most people would take Ovechkin due to his shots because, you know, this guy hasn't found any type of shot he doesn't like. But I'd roll with Pasternak. I think it's his year for goals for sure. That, I, oh, there it is. I got it. It, 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 was, it was the uh, producer Mike sent me the tags. I was looking it up. It, but it was the Rocky and Bullwinkle show. Oh, yeah, Rocky no, and Bullwinkle. No, no, but, the, but, the, but, but, but Austin Matthews was Boris Badenov. Yeah, Boris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like Boris. He's tricky. But anyway, uh, here's a tip, uh, millennials out there. If you think you're cool with the mustache, you look like a you look like a gearbox. So shave it off. <laughs> uh, did you did you watch cartoons when you were a kid? Oh, all the time. All oh, the you know, time. I, I mean, well, like the stuff now and animated movies all the time. But I'm telling you, uh, maybe it just speaks volumes of what a jackweed I am. But I'd come home from high school and watch Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny was for adults. No, oh, I used to watch Bugs Bunny, uh, Scooby Doo, all, all of them. No, I, I, you know, I, yeah, think about Scooby Doo too, like Scooby Snacks. Oh, yeah, okay, you're a kid. Yeah, he's getting stoned. Shaggy, why do they got the money? They got the munchies all the time. They're oh, hungry. You like, know, there's, this- all, there's subtleties in all these cartoons. You're older now, going, really? Oh, okay. Now, now, now I understand Scooby and Shaggy. Hey, I got it. If, if, <laughs> if, if the sports thing gets shut down for way too long, and we got to come up with a plan B. We can come up with a, we'll make it a multicultural, uh, but but the focus of attention would be in Canada. We'll come up with a new Canadian cartoon. It'll be 
Cam, Cam, Cam of the jungle, jungle. friend to you and me. <laughs> oh, watch out for that screen. Bam! <laughs> right through the Yeah, you're right. No. I like to do stuff with no shirts on, but that's that's the problem. Oh. Ryan, I used Ooh. to like radio and like I used to roll in just like with underwear on and, and like, oh yeah, yeah. Now it's like guys like Mike, oh you got your cam on or you know, my station, let's go to TV. It's like God man. Oh, buddy. I used buddy. to love like just wearing awful stuff and nothing. Kid. Now I gotta wear a collared shirt. Boo. Kid, kid. Twenty years on television in Buffalo, and I'm telling you. Yeah. 18 and a half of those years, I'd be sitting there with a nice pinstripe suit on wearing yeah. shorts underneath exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. We used to say, yeah, anchors used to roll up. They're wearing like boxer shorts. Exactly. Beautiful, beautiful Calvin Klein suit. Guy's in his underwear. <laughs> hey, everybody, how's my teleprompter? Auto cue screwed up. Okay, okay, we'll get, we'll, we'll help you. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's crazy, buddy. But uh, any other bets? Like we, here's, about, the thing, here's, that, the thing here's the thing we're talking about. These bets, I guess, the way you're going to have to do it at your book is, I think it's interesting. Do you void them or do you grade them as winners? Like for the XFL, you know, the Houston team that was 5-0, and oh, I think you give them the trophy. The other team was a 3-2. and two. Like you give whoever has Ovechkin yeah, tickets I, and Pasternak tickets, I think you pay them. You just split up the bet. It's a tie. You split it up, right? Like everything is done from that point. Whoever you have, I think you should pay out. But people would go, oh, that's not it's, – it's also not really fair because – some teams don't have the same games played and whatever, right? But what do you do with the with those type of bets, Brian? That's the burning. That's a burning question. No, it's it's such a gray area. I mean, and well, even the broader thing is, you know, if they resume, are are they going to find a way to wrap up the last dozen or so games? Uh, are they going to broaden the tournament? The teams are on the cusp. There's a yeah. play in game. They're going to need a fifteen two week fifteen day training camp. You know, is it win percentage? You'd have to go by win percentage. So the standings that they are today aren't really the standings because they're not playing an even amount of games. But, I mean, that's that's a broader thing. But let's keep clowning around here. With uh, All right, let's go to, uh, well, you know, listen, I, the future thing, and are these things refunds? It's a, great, it's a great discussion. But, I mean, the books don't know what to do. The leagues don't know what to do. Uh, I... I just, I just say like so. Hockey's one of those things like the percentage of the league, Brian. Like, look what month they, they shut down. Like, there's a lot. You know, there's a few games left. Would have jumped into the playoffs. It's very, very difficult. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you handle it. I, I think it'd be pretty cool if uh, you know you had these type of bets and some sports book got some good publicity and paid out for something instead of making it void. That's what they usually did. Like, I remember when FanDuel first came on, they did a lot of oh, we made a you know, you had this losing bet. It was some controversial game or whatever, and they paid out the people. They tend to do that a lot, but, you know, all these leagues are in that situation. So it's very, very difficult. But, you know, I'm I'm still holding Vegas tickets. I'm holding uh, Colorado tickets and uh, no. Philadelphia tickets. Yeah. All a, right. Dog. I'll tell you one thing. I think it's a stroke on the board. The Hart Trophy, McKinnon, Hellebuck, Panarin, Markstrom, you know, uh, you, you can make a case for a lot of guys. And McDavid's McDavid, and we know that. But what Dreisaitl does with McDavid and what Dreisaitl does even when McDavid isn't there. Dreisaitl's it, a lock. He's and, a the lock. Guy, and the guy's running away with Think the points. Okay, Dreisaitl's a gut cinch, isn't he? Yeah, he's a gut cinch. Let's take a look at this. Goals, okay. Let's do this. Points. Dreisaitl, okay. 110. I know McDavid was hurt. 97. He's 13 behind. Oh, okay. Goal scored. 
Dreisaitl, he's in the four hole with 43. So another top five for him. Assists, leading, 67. McDavid's in the second with 63. Panarin, 63. Like everything about this guy. Power play points, 44. McDavid's got 43. Dreisaitl, like Dreisaitl, Dreisaitl, all the way. And here's the thing. Everyone expected, oh, McDavid's hurt. What are they going to do? Dreisaitl took that team on his back. And, and for the first time in forever, the Oilers never collapsed. They got better. This guy could play with anybody. It's like he, they were amazing when he was just the only guy there. So, and, and Dre, you know what? Dre and this, guy, this guy's scoring at rounded up at 19 points. This guy's scoring, his shooting percentage is 20%. It's insane. I know. That's, That's nuts. I mean, the, yeah. one, year, the one year William Carlson, uh, the year he, you know, the first year here in Vegas, and he had 43 goals. And that's not who he is. He's a, you know, he's a 20 to 25 goal guy. But in that year, for like three quarters of the season, this guy was going at a 26% shooting percentage. It's, it's, it's undoable. Yeah, it is undoable. That, like, I, to me, too, it's just the league. You hear about Ovechkin, you hear about McDavid. I actually believe Dreisaitl deserves better. Like, only hockey people really talk about him. Like, if you're watching the sport for the first time and you watch those, you know, shows that just cover hockey once in their little topic bars or whatever, it's always McDavid, it's always Ovechkin. Dreisaitl should be in those conversations. He's amazing, Brian. Give it to him. He deserves it. Uh, the Calder, I thought, was a gut cinch for Kale McCarr all year long. And the first half of the season, it was Kale McCarr and Victor Olofsson from Buffalo. And the, the Olofsson kid, I'm telling you, he's got 20. And I don't know what he's missed. I think he's missed like 13, 14 games. Uh, th- this kid was going to be a 30-goal scorer. I mean, it, there would still be an outside chance he could still do that. But Olofsson, was, was, it was McCarr and Olofsson. Then Olofsson got hurt. Quinn Hughes is having a, a terrific season uh, pushing McCarr into the point where, you know, Hughes is in the discussion. Uh, we had the, the, the Kubali kid in Chicago, uh, but it's a two-horse race, McCarr and Quinn Hughes for the Calder. Yeah, and, and I got to be honest with you, Brian, like Quinn Hughes, what, what, what a story. Like, you know, you knew we were going to be good, but it's, it's been absolutely fantastic. Um, who do you pick between those guys? It's like a horse race. They're coming down, down the stretch. But I got to go with Makar, um, slight lean, but this is, hey, it could go either way. Makar is just one of those ones, when he's out of the Colorado lineup, I have to look at the difference between the sure. way Colorado plays in comparison. And it's just, it's just night and day. They're still a great team, but when he's there, it's like, I don't even like betting against Colorado. This guy came up from college hockey, took the league by storm, even the way he came in, you know, going right into the playoff race and was one of the best players on the ice. It was absolutely crazy. Uh, I'm a huge fan. One of my favorite players in the league, and uh, he's a very, very special player that's uh, going to break the bank pretty soon. So I got to go with my boy, Makar. All right. This one's really interesting, the Jack Adams Award, and I think you could go really deep here. And, you know, clearly, Barube and the Blues, remarkable uh, run at the end of last year, bringing it right back to the table again this year. Uh, I think the job you know, Sullivan did in Pittsburgh with all the injuries is really good. Uh, Vigneault's name's out there now because the Tootsie Roll, the Flyers are on. And in this article, they're talking about Tortorella uh, with the, you know, the Blue Jackets mortgage their future by going for it last year. And they've been really competitive. I'm actually dumbfounded, though. The guy I would pick isn't even being mentioned. And to me, I don't think it's even close. I think what, what Tippett's done with Edmonton. I, I, by the way, Paul Maurice with Winnipeg. I think Paul and, Maurice yeah, deserves a lot more. I, I, I agree. Paul Maurice with that defense, 
Paul Maurice uh, should be getting some love here. I, you know, is it low-hanging fruit? Oh, yeah, the guy with the best guy with the standings. Give me a break. I'm telling you, Maurice certainly des- deserves a lot. But come on, man. I mean, Yamamoto came and helped the Oilers out. But basically, you're throwing, you know, uh, McDavid and Dreisaitl out there. And, and these guys are right there in the discussion to win the division. I think Tippett should be at the top of the list. Yes, he should, Brian. And well, here's the one thing. Take a look at a list of Edmonton coaches. They still had these guys. They couldn't get it done. Tippett came in, they do get it done. I understand a lot of the players are a little bit better. You know, Nurse, they're older. But every single year, like the, clock, like the sun comes up, I will tell you, the Edmonton Oilers find a way to choke it out. And look at right now. They're hanging with Vegas. They're an absolute great team, and I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think the other guys on the list, it, it is low-hanging fruit. I think we got to think outside the box and what you do with Little. And for me, Paul Maurice would be my second choice. I, I listen. The Jets, the Jets have nothing on the back end. Buffalo nothing. didn't play. These guys actually turned their damn season around. They haven't quit in a play. Come on, look at what and, the Winnipeg Jets are doing. I know they have Wheeler, Lane. You know, Connor, they have good players. But on the back end, it's basically an American Hockey League team with a couple guys. They have done great. And Hellebuck deserves a lot of credit, too. Well, he's, been, he's been standing on his head. But I love Paul Maurice for what he's done. I think well, he's so buddy, underrated. Buddy, you, you, know, you just nailed it. Because if you sit there and, you know, you go look at the goalies and, you know, Vasileski's got 35 wins. Collar Hellebuck has 31 wins. They're riding the guy like Seabiscuit, 922 save percentage, 257 goals against with that defense. I mean, those numbers are incredible with the quality of shots he's facing every night. He's having, and he's a, he's a, boy, he's an interesting bird, that guy. He's a different cat. You ever notice, you ever notice two of the best goaltenders in the league? Goaltenders are either one thing. They're party animals on the team like crazy or the real weird kind of introvert guys. Like, could be nice, but like, don't come near me type of thing. Oh. Two goalies like that. Bennington's like that, and Hellebuck's a, a strange bird as well. Hey, Different. when Vegas Vegas played them in the Western Conference Finals a couple years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and, and we're in there, you know, covering the games, and uh, you know, I I just I, you go to the Jets room and go in there, and and he'll stand there and and he'll say what he thinks, but I, I'm telling you, he's one of these guys. He's looking through your soul when he's talking to you. <laughs> Uh, it's like, it's yeah, like, you're right. There's yeah, some yeah. Guys, yes, yes, sir. The yeah. up, they're like, kind of going, oh my God, is this guy like stealing my pin numbers as we're talking? Like, you know, yeah, you feel like, <laughs> like he's, he's basically like, yeah, he's, he's mind melding you. Like, he, oh my God. I, yeah, he, he's got that personality big time, buddy. Very good. Yeah. Very, very good observation. All right. Well, and you know what though? I mean, for and goalies are crazy. I mean, and that's not not making fun of them. They're just nuts. I mean, hey, what do you want to do for a living? Uh, I'm going to let some guy, you know, fire him rubber biscuit that could, you know, knock every tooth out of my head at 110 miles an hour. Yeah, let let them do that about 70 times a game. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, like who even plays backup for the Jets right now? Right, like it's uh, Bosson. Like he's never there. Like he's I'm, never there. Like you look, Hellebuck, 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 Hellebuck. Right? It's just like, yeah, yeah this guy. Oh, yeah, and they talk about it. Oh, you know. Anderson's tired and this and that. Like this guy plays all the time. He would, I know. He never I don't know. It's it's just a day off. It's just you know? a bigger picture thing to me. I mean, like you know, when you're 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 formulating your life plan, or you're an athlete, and say, well, let's see, what do I want to do? Do I want to be uh, an NHL goalie or a javelin catcher? 
Well, it'd be a coin <laughs> coin flip for me. <laughs> uh, so what are you doing, Brian, on your on your shows? I know when you're working for Vegas and stuff like that, uh, just open up the phone lines, talk to people. Uh, how, no, how's that going? No, we we get through. I mean, you know, the funny thing is we were talking about the other day is, you know, I need a CAT scan. I mean, if, the, if I had a CAT scan, they'd find nothing. But, you know, we do, we do a hockey show when it's 111 degrees in August or July. I mean, we, you know, we, and we get through. The beauty of hockey is there's always something to talk about. Now, the offseason is a little interesting. This is bizarre because it's just a screeching halt. I think this was a kind of a fun topic for us today. But no, all our regular guests, uh, knock on wood, we've got great guests from around the hockey world. We had Dennis Bernstein from the fourth period in L.A. was on the other day. Uh, we got the Golden Knights beat writer David Shane's coming in today. We're calling around the league. Pat Micheletti was on from Minnesota. And, and you know, go around the league. And what, what, what are they thinking in your neck of the woods? How are things up there? What, what are you hearing there? And um, I, I, Honestly, sports in all facets, Cam, and we, we always say this, how lucky we are that we do this. It's a wonderful distraction. I mean, is, is there a bad day to talk hockey? No, there's never a bad day uh, to talk hockey. And, you know, it's just, uh, you know, and, and the thing is, you know, people people are missing it right now. I'm, I, I miss it thoroughly. And it's tough, Brian. Like, when you're a guy like me and you, like, we've been doing this stuff for a long time. And it's just kind of weird with you because we're creatures of habit, right? Like, I wake up in the morning, I crack, crack a Pepsi or a Coke, you know, have a little coffee, do my thing, check the lines and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's been tough. Uh, maybe we got to get into other teams' uh, federations, but uh, I'm just pr- praying that they're not uh, going to take the horses down for me. Buddy, you taught me about it, and I've had a real good time keeping that channel on, uh, looking at the live action. As for the hockey stuff here, it's been pretty quiet on the front. You, ta- you talked about the story with the Ottawa player uh, getting, uh, you know, COVID-19, and it's just uh, – this league, you know, they're not screwing. They're not screwing around here. So, you know, it's just uh, we're just praying for the best, buddy. Hopefully, by some kind of miracle, we can have this uh, August uh, thing that we're talking about, and then yeah. that would be fantastic. Yeah. Hey, by the way, just as a point of, of you know, uh, you, you got to be careful uh, with social media, uh, it, but in all in all facets of, of news, they they've not identified uh, the senator's player. And when we started this, I said, oh, yeah, there was the, you know, Ottawa was at the Staples Center. Uh, but, but this was reported that they had used the same locker room as the Nets. Now, uh, this is from Arash Markazi from the L.A. Times. And he's, um, he's saying they did not use the same locker room, but it may have been they used the same bus service. And, you know, then, then there's, you know, people, who cares who it is? I guess Hoberg was away from the team. He was in Sweden and joined the, t- the team on the trip. Uh, th- this thing is just so crazy. It's just, man. And you, yeah. you and I, we're happy-go-lucky guys, buddy. Well, I, mean, yeah. it, <laughs> I know. You know, like, it's I just, just... want to keep on working, right? That's the thing. Like, I, that's what it comes down to, Brian. Like this, this is the part of the life. This is why we got in this business, right? Like we're said, I'm sick and tired of doing dishes, chopping up vegetables. You know, uh, we got into sports because the love, the passion, uh, you know, even the addiction to it. Like it's just, it's a part of the fabric of life. So yeah, it's kind of very, very like it's, it's, it's just weird, weird, weird times right now. But you know what? Uh, we got. You're right. You said it. We're a team. We got to stay strong, and hopefully, uh, you know, down the line, I don't have to sell my home. 
I really don't want. Not yet. It's a, it's not a buyer's market right now. Well, the day's coming, <laughs> but you're 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 going to get out here eventually. Oh, I know. I, honestly, I'm. It's funny you mentioned that. I know you were. You know, you do some stuff. You do the radio shows, the nights. Think about all the guys who I used to work with that are working for Vegas, whatever. I don't have to work for the team, but there's a lot of things to talk about. We don't talk about one team. We talk about the league. So you and I could do hockey shows down there. I got to be honest with you. You know, it's, it's one of my dreams. Like, I, I, eventually it is going to happen. I am going to go down there. You know, and once you live in that community, you don't go out and play like blackjack every day of the week and stuff. You find it, you know, but it's convenient. You go, you go to the book, Brian. You make your hockey bets. You do your golf bets and stuff. It's, it's cool. And yeah, you live outside of town. You got a pool. It sounds hell of a lot. A hell like, I'll tell you something with winter and all this other stuff too, man, it would be real nice to be hanging with you in Vegas right now, having a vodka and, uh, you know, even taking a dip in the pool, but I'm not sure if it's that hot yet. Do you have water wings? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, water wings. Where's where's Cam? Well, he went swimming. Well, hold on. Oh yeah, he, there he is. He's down there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to make sure the pool you get in, kids, only four feet deep. Yeah, yeah. Or Mr. Turtle Pool. That's about. That's about <laughs> I can what do. is a Mr. Turtle Pool? Well, you know, Mr. It's an Turtle infl- Pool. It's an inflatable thing. Yeah, you never heard of kids going them. Just like pool for kids. You just lie there like. Yeah, I, I didn't guess, know it was I, called Mr. Guess, Turtle yeah, Pool. Is that, a Cana- be, is that a Canadian thing? No, it's a company. I guess you'd just be sitting there like kind of like what a drunk would be. It's kind of like falling into a shallow river or ravine. You know, instead of rocks there, it's just an inflatable pool. And you yeah, know, I, you I've seen stay, those. You could stay cool and get drunk. Yeah, it's just called a Mr. Turtle Pool. That's what I remember. He's shaped like a turtle. It's like got a ring like the shell. No, honest to God. All right, hey, oh, yeah. hey, folks. Uh, you know, good luck. Uh, hi, hi, I'm Cameron, and in Canada, we got milk and bags. Dee, 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 dee. All Brian right, blessing. Uh, <laughs> Mister uh, Turtlepool is available at Target. Yes, he told you. Uh, <laughs> now you know. I, you, you know what? You're never too old to learn something. No, you're not. And I've learned that if we don't stop soon, producer Mike won't let us do this tomorrow. Hey, good call. Hey, you know what? Are <laughs> we well, you know wrap it up with this, man? Thanks to everybody out there listening. Uh, back, you know, that Chris Canada dot net. They're they're out the big time. But it, this is this has been so much fun, and honestly, the the, the interactions we have with the people that, that like it and listen to it, uh, I, you know, it may be cause for our listeners for self evaluation. Uh, but if you're this easily amused, we're certainly glad you are. Thanks. Yeah, no, he, excellent point, Brian. I couldn't agree more. If you think we're like, yeah, good move. Offend, offend the listeners on the way out the door. Hey, buddy, it's all it's all good. Hey, Brian, we'll break. You know, moving at shows in the future. You know, we'll talk a little bit more. Uh, we'll break down some. You know, teams that did. Maybe we'll hand out some report cards. How about that for an Ooh. idea? You know, like oh boy, like uh, I know a certain team in my area that um, gets a D minus. You know, the funny thing is, yeah, I like that. I like that idea. Just an aside, you know, when we were doing the, uh, it was called the Labatt Hockey Hotline. Oh, nice. With Mike Robitaille. When we were doing the oh, Sabres game. I like game, Mike Robitaille. Uh, yeah, oh, it, fancy, it was like. Fancy's like, fancy cheese. It was, I like it was, Robitaille. I never, when I, I go mean, to a party with my friends, I bring, like, he does cheese. I love that. The, the one, the one show, it. I mean, uh, it, was like, it, it was like what we're doing here. Like, you just laugh. Like, the yeah. one day he was talking about some guy hit a guy with an open ice check. Yep. I mean, just you know, you cave the guy in two, hit him right in the breastplate. And Robitaille comes and goes, he hit him so hard. He goes, he goes, you ever see it at the slaughterhouse? 
<laughs> I, I'm like, Mike, well, that knife cut. this is on TV. He goes, no. And he goes, and they, they walk him down the ramp and then they get to the end of the ramp and then they get the, like the mallet, like bam over there. I'm like, Mike, you can't, what are you doing? I like Robitaille even more like, now. <laughs> oh, it, it, it was, I mean, it's like, it was, you know, but we, we laugh like eight-year-olds. But we, what we did, we give grades out, right? Yeah, I love it. And 90% of the shows, we were in the, in, in the studios. Yeah. All right? So a handful of times, they'd have us go down, and, and the players would get all pissed off. Well, where are these guys? They're not in practice. And we're like, we didn't go to practice on purpose. Because we didn't want to be their friends. Exactly. We have, you know, we, you know, we, I don't want, I, yeah, I mean, they don't want to be our friends. I don't want to be your friend. I want to just tell you what I'm seeing. And, and you're not, you know, so you don't get swayed by, oh, he's a great guy. But you're not going to tell the truth. That's why we didn't go to practice. They wanted our head on a plate. We're like, sorry. That, that's, that was what we did. So anyway, so we go down and we're doing the one game. And literally every night for five years, we're sitting there go, folks, do you realize what you're watching? Dominic Kashuk, this is the greatest goalie that ever played. I mean, you know, okay, Bredor and Dryden, all, okay, yeah, but on a nightly basis. I agree you, with you 100%. But, but what, you, what you yep. folks are watching, you are watching the greatest goalie that ever played the game. And in that five, six-year window, it was real. And we watched it every night, you know, and, and we'd sit there and he's the, you know, he's the best thing since sliced bread. He's the greatest goalie that ever played. The night we go down to the arena and he's our guest, they lose like 5-2 to Edmonton, who was horrible at the time. So Hashi comes on and he's the guest and we're sitting there and we're talking to him and blah, 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 blah. Then, okay, uh, before we go to break, uh, they, they, let's dish out the grades for tonight. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and Hashik, Hashik's sitting right next to me, right? And, and we go, you know, forwards, you know, C minus, you know, the defense D, like goaltending D minus, <laughs> right? And this guy, the look he wanted us dead. Oh, amazing! The look he gave <laughs> us, and we're and we're looking at him like, well, we we say you're the greatest goalie that ever lived every night, and you you know you weren't tonight, and, and, and you know that's why we had you know tell it like it is, man. I agree, hundred percent. No, I love that. We'll tell some more. I told you we're gonna we're gonna hand out some grades. We're gonna do story time with Brian. See, that was a great story. Yeah, and I'll tell you the, the time when I was covering the cup and Scotty Bowman basically wanted me dead. We'll we'll talk about that one on a future podcast. Oh, too. you and a lot of others. <laughs> that I, guy, I, that I, guy I was, hates me. He actually oh, almost I, made me cry. I was. So all right, well, you want to table that? I got a great Scotty Bowman story. Yeah, that guy hates everybody. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it's like, you, dude, I'm doing my job. He's like whispering. Yeah, do, you, do you want to do it now or do you want to, do you want to save no, it? No, 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 I'll save it. I'll tell you the whole thing. It's, right, I'll tell you what. We can do I'll a, tell you, I'll tell I, you what. And I'll leave a tease for the next episode. And one of the greatest players of all time wasn't a real fan either. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk right. about guys. That you I, I, I'll tell you one thing. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to hear your, your stories about, I got, I've got, I've got three incredible I mean, I can't wait to hear. I, I, I think people will, will like, but I've got three incredible Scotty Bowman stories. Awesome. All right. We'll do uh, that next time. Yeah. I guess next show we got Scott <laughs> memories. Cam and Brian <laughs> with Scotty Bowman. <laughs> like the rivers in your brain. I don't know. All right, buddy. You're the man, man. You're the man, buddy. We love you folks. Hang in there. Thanks for joining us back with you again uh, later in the week. 
Oh, hey, we're soldiering on with the Hockey Betting Podcast. Hang in there, folks. Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing. And if you do, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At BetChrisCanada.net and the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.